Welcome to the Daily Reel. My name is Dean, and this is the movie news, usually live show that I do here on my YouTube channel. Uh, not live today. Had some medical stuff going on with one of my sons. He's okay, but you know, just have to make sure that you know I can get this done with taking care of all of that kind of stuff. So there's a lot though I wanted to talk about today. So I wanted to make sure that I did the show. And before we talk about a really negative thing, let's at least look at one positive, okay? Let's talk about Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. The reviews are beginning to come in and we have a Rotten Tomatoes score that is not just like a couple, okay? Like the last ones we've been talking about have been pretty negative and it's only been like, oh, there's 11 people who've reviewed this thing. I wanted to wait until there was a lot and there are, there's about 60 some odd of these things and look where it's sitting right now. All right. It's sitting at 70, 94%, 94%, not much better that you could possibly do, right? Like there's only 6% more that it could possibly get. And what this means to me is get ready. This thing is going to be a juggernaut at the box office. It's going to be a movie that we're going to be talking about all year long and from what everyone has been talking about with this movie it's one that we're going to be talking about when it comes to superhero movies for a long time into the foreseeable future and anticipating that next movie coming out but if you just go through here i'd i'd just say go and take a look at some of the reviews and just see how excited people are about this movie like it is not just like you know, it's okay. It's not like the best thing ever, but it's a pretty good movie. That's, that's what we've gotten a lot lately. This movie, totally different. This movie, if you look at the reviews, everyone's saying this is incredible. And so I am over the moon excited, have been ever since I saw Into the Spider-Verse, anticipating what could come next. And then the trailers, I cannot wait to see this movie. Now I'm going to have to because I got some stuff going on, so I'm not going to be able to go and see it till Saturday. So I'm going to have to, you know, hide from the internet. I'm going to go live under a rock for a couple of days so I don't get anything spoiled for me. But I am looking forward to this movie so much. Going to take my two older boys. It's going to be fantastic. Everyone is saying it's great. And with that kind of word of mouth, with a score like 96%, all right, like, or what was it? 94. It was 94%. Like that, that's an incredible number. And I think people are going to be buzzing about this movie. The box office, I'm expecting to be huge. It's estimated right now at 80 million. That's where it's tracking. I, I've said, I think it's going to go over that. I think it's going to go over that by a huge amount. I'm saying 100, I think uh, on the show yesterday, I said 112 million. I'm going to stick with that. I think this movie is going to make an incredible amount of money and just... Finally, something we could talk about, and it seems like there's so much agreement on it just being positive, and I love that. Like, that that to me is awesome. Now, let's talk about something that's not so positive. Andy Muschietti, the director for The Flash, has come out and he said some things via, uh, what was this, Variety? Variety was doing an interview with him, asking him some questions about The Flash and how excited everyone was for it. and. In the midst of a lot of positive stuff that they're talking about, it's because a lot of people are saying this movie is great. In the midst of all that, there was something that he said that is incredibly troubling. All right. Uh, this, again, is from Variety. And he was quoted as saying, 
If a sequel happens, yes. I don't think there's anyone that can play that character as well as they did. The other depictions of the character are great, but this particular vision of the character, they just excelled in doing it. And as you said, the two berries, it feels like a character that was made for them. Um, okay. Uh, it is now time to sound the alarm bells about this movie. I, I made a video a while back now about how I was looking forward to this movie, even though Ezra Miller has some really troubling stuff in his past criminal behavior, things that he is going to go and stand before a judge for, uh, not just with, there's been violent outbursts. Uh, there, there was something about breaking into people's residences. Uh, but even more troubling than that are the accusations that have been made. And we'll see, you know, in the court of law, what happens with them, but accusations, uh, that involve a minor and different things related to that. And to me, uh, I was like, okay, this guy's written off forever, right? Like I gave good graces to, to the studio for WB and, uh, everyone I'm thinking James Gunn is going to handle this thing. And, um, then the director has said this. Now this comes on the heels of a few other people. Like it was like the costume designer or maybe like the, the set person, uh, talked about how you're going to forget about Ezra Miller's troubles when you see this movie. Um, that's not great, but then you get this in you know asking whether he's going to be back for a sequel to the flash if the flash were to do well get an incredible amount of box office which it's looking like that's what's going to happen for this thing will ezra miller be back to play barry allen again and he's saying as long as i'm here yes you know he was born to play this so yes he would be back to play ezra miller and now, there's a couple different scenarios where this could possibly be just, you know, he's just talking about how, uh, you know, if if it were up to me and everything was ideal, then yes, I would like for this actor to play this character. I think that's that's incredibly naive, uh, but, you know, maybe that's what he meant and he's he's not weighing in some of the different things in Ezra Miller's past. Uh, that's still troubling. Uh, but that would be one of the ways it wouldn't be as awful as it could be interpreted. But then maybe maybe he just knows that there's just not going to be a sequel. And I've seen a few people talk about this, and that seems to be the thing that people are hoping, that he just doesn't know that there's going to be, like, or he knows that there's not going to be a sequel. So he's just talking about it as, yeah, sure. You know, hypothetically, if we were to get a sequel, it'd be great to have to work with Ezra Miller again, which is still troubling. Like, there's no world, no scenario, no interpretation where this comes off as anything but troubling, at the very least, and super dangerous at, like, the high end of what he could possibly have meant with this. Now, why I said this raises, like, the red flags is that here's the director. The director of the movie saying he wants Ezra Miller back. He's backing him, regardless of what intentions are. And what motivations might have come into play with this and personal relationships. And again, we're going to have to see about some of these things in a court of law. You know, regardless of all of that, this is the director saying, I want him back. He is fully backing Ezra Miller and saying, I'm on his side. 
where is WB? Where is this, uh, this, um, company's HR department? Like where are the spin people coming out and saying, well, when he said that, you know, what he really meant was this it's crickets. Now I understand that there's a movie coming out and you don't want to get in front of it. And I understand why people haven't been talking about Ezra Miller. They've been, or maybe why there even was an announcement of Ezra Miller being, you know, removed from, you know, WB productions moving forward and they're not going to be working with him anymore. Like I understand why they don't have that going on because there's a movie that's millions of dollars on the line coming out and you want that to do well and you don't want to bomb your own movie. It seems like Andy Muschietti though is perfectly content to bomb his own movie, whether it's revealing huge cameos and, and just like the most obscure newspapers or journals or magazines, websites. I don't even know what it was, uh, but he just revealed like a huge cameo. And then this saying, yeah, I'm going to back that guy. When a lot of people like me who love the flash and love superheroes, but are deeply concerned with what Ezra Miller has been up to and don't want to see him work. I don't want to see him on screen. I'm not saying like cancel culture is the greatest thing in the world, but if someone, if all of those things are true, which it's looking like it is, there are pictures out there. There's punch. There's a bunch of stuff that's out there. At least aspects of this are true. This is awful. He's a bad human being. I don't want to see him as a lovable character on screen. I don't want to bring my sons to go and look at this superhero. There is an aspect, you know, as adults, we can look at someone and say, yeah, he's playing a character. It's make-believe. And, you know, he's not the greatest person in real life. And it doesn't mean like if you're playing Superman, you have to be, you know, a perfect human being to be able to play that role. That's not what I'm saying. But there is an aspect of truth to the idea of being a role model. And my kids look forward to things like seeing the flash uh, of seeing the trailers. Cause they're probably not going to watch it. Cause it's pretty dark probably. And you know, they're a little young yet, but in the future, you know, they're going to want to go and see that they're going to want to see the superhero there. There's, there's an aspect of younger people looking at a superhero and being inspired. Do I want them to be inspired by someone who could have possibly done these things to a minor? No, I don't. And I expected WB, Warner Brothers, to say, you know, nothing uh, until the movie. And I get that. I respect it. I get why they're making that decision. I expected that they would then say, oh, he's not going to be back, though. And if there was someone like the freaking director of the movie coming out and saying, I want him back, I'm backing him, I think that, you know, I'm on Team Barry or whatever that the the company would come out and say uh he doesn't know what he's talking about it's not he's not going to be back you know like or or doing at least something to give you some idea that they're going to take this seriously everything i've seen from this this movie and the people attached to it has been alarming i expected that there would be accountability and it doesn't look like that's what's going to happen what i've seen are people say hey you know it's a really good movie you'll forget about Ezra Miller's troubles or the director saying, yeah, we'd love to have him back. And there's a part of me that goes like, oh crap, is that what this production company is going to do? If this movie excels on its opening weekend and, and makes a lot of money at the box office, are they just going to overlook Ezra Miller's transgressions, criminal 
transgressions? And I'm beginning to think maybe. And as a superhero fan, I love, look around this set. I love superheroes. I love reading comics. I have grown up reading Flash comics. I am looking forward to seeing Flashpoint, one of my favorite comic stories of all time, on the screen. I want to see Michael Keaton's Batman. I want to hear him say, let's get nuts and I'm Batman and all the lines. I want to see all of that. But now I'm having to look, sit back and be like, I, I guess they're just not going to do the right thing. And if they're not going to do the right thing, then you can bet that I will. And so for me, you know, I, I know this might be, I'm not saying it's the right thing for everyone to do, but for me to follow my conscience, I have to look at this thing and say, everything has been troubling. And so for me, I'm going to sit back on the flash and it sucks. It sucks real bad. Unless, you know, um, uh, what is it? Zaslav, Zavlov? Something, someone acts. Everyone talks about his acts. Um, but uh, whether it's him, uh, the CEO, or someone out, uh, someone else coming out and saying, "Hey, he's off the project." James Gunn. This is a, uh, if this won't go anywhere. But if he were to watch this, James Gunn, please say something, do something to relieve people like me, relieve my conscience, so I can go and see this movie, knowing that you won't be supporting Ezra Miller moving forward knowing that no matter how big the box office is, he's not going to be back in that suit for young people to look up to and think that's someone to, uh, you know, idolize, to, to try to be inspired by. Do something. Say something. Give me a little relief, because otherwise I'm not going to be seeing your movie at least opening weekend. And after that, I'm going to have to just figure that out. And uh, it sucks. It sucks real bad because I want to see this movie so bad. And I love The Flash, the character. I love the story. Everyone is saying it's great. But all this stuff, Andy Muschietti coming out and saying, I'm on Team Barry. No. Hard pass. Hard pass. Do the right thing, Warner Brothers. And come out and say he's not going to be back. So that me and people like me can go and see your movie and support the movie. And all the other people that worked hard to get this thing on screen and supposedly did a really good job doing it. Uh, because if Ezra Miller is going to be back, I'm not seeing anything DC. Uh, I know I'm just, I'm just a random guy in my basement talking to my camera. So I'm just, uh, you know, I have no power whatsoever, but, uh, and I'm not saying it's like an official boycott or something like that, but I just can't under, you know, with my conscience, I can't, I can't do that. If he if he's done anything close to what he's been accused of doing, I can't support that. I can't support him. WB, do something. All right. Very negative. <laughs> Very negative. Uh, but let's talk about something else. Something else that I really, really love. And that is Taika Waititi's Star Wars stuff. I love Star Wars. Not Taika Waititi. <laughs> that came out wrong. <laughs> but uh, Taika Waititi... Uh, he, he gave an update. We haven't heard anything about this movie in so long. And he finally gave us an update on what's been going on with his star Wars project. And so he said, I've got a really good idea for it. He says, it's just with all films. It's this middle part. You're like, what's going to happen. And then you look at all of those films that are so great. And you're like, well, I guess they can't meet some smuggler with an alien sidekick. So. You know, this was in a long interview and he's obviously trying to be pretty clever. And that's, you know, 
his whole thing. He's a very clever guy. Uh, but what I get out of that is not just that, you know, he's working on it, but he's having a hard time cracking this thing. And, you know, we got this, we got this, what was it? 2020. Uh, I have it. Yeah. 2020. Uh, it was announced that Taika Waititi was going to be doing the Star Wars movie. And we have, we've had zero updates and everyone else who seemingly started a Star Wars project got kicked off their projects. <laughs> so we haven't had any movies come out in a while. And some, some good things though, obviously Mandalorian, obviously, and, or, uh, Obi-Wan to an extent, Boba Fett, not so much except for that one episode with Luke Skywalker. Um, but, uh, we've had some TV, but we haven't really had that many movies. And I think that, uh, this movie is going to go away. I think that eventually it's just going to be gone and we're not going to know what happened to it. And it'll just fade into obscurity and him not really even having a direction at this point, three years. Yeah, exactly. Like it was May 4th. So it's been over three years now since it was announced and he doesn't know what he's doing. Like maybe he was just being cheeky in that interview, but to me, it sounds like I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know what this project is going to be. And to me, that's super concerning. And I would expect that in a couple of years, it'll just be like, yeah, I just, you know, we couldn't crack the code. And, and so it's just faded into obscurity. Like a lot of the other star Wars projects. It's unfortunate because I think it could have been fun. Um, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. And he's going, he's working on it and you know, the writer's strike will be over and he'll continue to work on it. And all of a sudden, you know, 2026, we're going to get this Taika Waititi led star Wars movie. But I'd say the chances for that are going down rapidly. So that's interesting. Let's move on to the next one. And this is a fun one. All right. Finally, a fun one. Uh, so this is from the Hollywood reporter, um, the live action version of how to train your dragon has found its actors. Let's, let's head over here. Uh, the search for live action counterparts took many months of looking for actors who could grow into the roles as much as the characters themselves grew into maturity in the movie franchise. The franchise was unique in that each installment made jumps in the age of protagonists to highlight life events and make it a true coming of age story. And then we get the casting. We get uh, Mason Thames from The Black Phone. He's going to be playing Hiccup. And Nico Parker from The Last of Us is going to be playing Astrid. And uh, I love it. I love it. I'm so excited for, for this live action remake. When I first heard about it, I was like, that's so weird. Those movies were great. Why do we have to have more you know, just a version that that's live action. It felt like what Disney does. But then I started thinking about it. And this is something I want to see in real life. Like these kids and Vikings and dragons and like they're riding the dragons and everything that happens. And What does Toothless even look like uh, when, when you start thinking about live action? That's really cool. And so to see you know, a little bit of movement on that and that we get like great actors, you know, uh, I remember, uh, Mason Thames from for all mankind and he was pretty great in that as a kid. And so I'm, I'm fully expecting this, this to be a great project and, uh, I'm super excited for it. Let me know what you think down in the comment section. Let's move in to the last topic for the day. Let's talk about this. I wanted to lead with it. I, I put Ben Graham up there. Uh, 
but I've just been played so many times, okay? There's only so many times you could tell me, oh, we have we have the casting. We have the casting for the Fantastic Four, and it's all these great actors. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me three times, it's, it's just a lot of shame. A lot of, a lot of shame. Uh, so I, I've just stopped believing a lot of these things because it seems like every other week they're like, oh, major, major drop in this news. And, you know, every, everyone's been cast and it's like, okay, well, now we get another one of those, but this time I'm thinking it's so close to when they're probably going to be announcing this thing. I think this might be it. And some of these names have been here before. Uh, so this is from my time to shine. Hello on Twitter. So I'm not saying it's the most reliable thing, but this person has dropped news before, uh, seems to be an insider. And I mean, you just look at the numbers there. People are taking it as truth. Um, but, and like, let's just, let's just be hypothetical here and say that this is true. All right. Adam driver as Reed Richards, Margot Robbie as Sue storm, uh, Paul Mescal as Johnny storm and David Diggs as Ben Grimm. Uh, this to me would be an incredible cast, an incredible cast. Now, many people obviously just, I mean, again, just look at this picture. Many people here thought that Adam driver was going to be Reed Richards. Uh, and it's almost to that point of where, you know, when Benedict Cumberbatch was being talked about for Dr. Strange, and then he got the casting and everyone was like, Oh my goodness, this is perfect. That's kind of how I feel with Adam driver. Now, for a while, I thought they might go a little bit younger and uh, everything, but I think a lot has been changing in the MCU, and I think they changed and wanted to go a little bit older, not to the point where we're having John Krasinski back, which is still, it's just still just a little too bad because that that was perfect casting. This is pretty dang close, though. If I can't have John Krasinski as Reed Richards, Adam Driver, heck yeah, I love Adam Driver. Everything that Adam Driver has been in, he's been great even when the movie isn't 65 uh, looked so good. And then watching the movie, not so great, but you know, who was great in it, Adam driver. And then he was fantastic in that movie. And he's fantastic in everything. Did you just say cauliflower to me? Like he is amazing. He could do anything and he could be Reed Richards. He could be Mr. Fantastic. He could bring gravitas to the MCU in a time when the MCU desperately needs an actor like Adam Driver's caliber. And then Margot Robbie, she's pretty great. She looks the part for Sue Storm for sure. And hopefully they can bring a little bit more, um, a little bit more interest to Sue Storm's character. Got to be honest, even as someone who has read Fantastic Four comics, like Sue Storm isn't given a lot, a lot of the times, mostly just like love interests and things like this triangle with Dr. Doom. And, and that's the one thing that's missing here. You know, as we look over here, we still don't have a casting decision for Dr. Doom. And I would want that really bad. I want to know who Dr. Doom is because I think that whoever gets Victor Von Doom, uh, that guy is going to be a major player in the MCU moving forward beyond Secret Wars, but especially with Secret Wars. If you've read the recent version of Secret Wars, you know exactly what I mean. But I think that, that those casting decisions would be great. Is it going to happen? I'm not sure. But let me know what you think down in the, the comment section. And I am going to end the show there. End the show there. 
Thanks for watching. I'll clip these things out. Um, and tomorrow I will be live. Tomorrow I will be live, 11 a.m. CST. I will see you then.